So welcome to today's episode of Writing Guys. Today we are joined by Michael Aspen and C.T. Andrews, our regular hosts, and myself, Tricia Bates, the moderator. And today we are going to talk a little bit about or answer a question that women definitely want the answer to. <laughs> Why uh, do you, uh, hang on a second here. What is the reason you personally go soft during sex? And we're going to start that off by uh, throwing the question to CT. <laughs> Just like that, huh? Um, Just like that. <laughs> okay, so uh, I noticed the question is, why do you personally go soft? I'm not sure what that means. Or are you just wanting to know why you go soft? Because there's a difference between... I get... Okay, the first thing to... Uh, understand about going soft during sex or going soft at all in the heat of the moment is that and michael's either agree with me or disagree with me on this one I'm, i'd be curious to get your intake too uh not personally just you know for the sake of the topic um <laughs> getting getting hard we'll use that term for now until we find yeah. a better term Getting hard is a very physiological response to the moment. Staying hard is where the, I guess, psycho-emotional sort of uh, element, I guess, to, to sexual, the sexual moment uh, comes in handy. No pun intended. Um, but... So, so getting hard is easy. Staying hard, I guess, would be the trick. But if everything's clicking up here and everything is moving forward and there's, there's a certain level of kink to the moment, then staying hard is, is easy. Uh, but kink, wow, this is a tough question to answer. I don't know. <laughs> I my head. Well, here, I don't want to. I don't want to blow smoke up anyone's ass, right? Okay, so I'm, I'm really trying to get my. What? You want me to jump in for a minute while you kind of think through it? So Save or? me, Michael. Save me. Yeah. Yes. All right. Cool. All right. So, first of all, first of all, you got to understand. You got to understand. No guy likes talking about this. This is a very uncomfortable conversation to have, you know. And it's it has been the. <laughs> It's been the subject of many jokes many times on many television shows, often with the punchline, oh, it happens to everybody. Well, has it ever happened to you? Oh, oh, God, no. Right. <laughs> but uh, it probably does happen to almost everybody. I can tell you that for me, factors that have that play into that, because I do kind of watch for that kind of thing, um, is and CT was kind of alluding to some of it. it first of all, is age. Uh, when you're 18, you don't have to worry about it. It's, it's, it's your constant companion. Uh, when you're 25, you don't really have to worry about it that much. You get into your 30s or 40s, all of a sudden, sometimes your friend like, yeah, well, I'm, I was taking a nap. You're like, God damn it. I, was, <laughs> I needed you. And he's, he's not there. Yeah. Um, but I would say that I would say that it is definitely, I should say it can very much be separated from arousal so i think i think women just automatically equate that whenever you get a, a hard on or a boner that that means you're aroused well not necessarily or if you don't you're not aroused 
there are plenty of times where I'm plenty aroused and he's not playing, he's not playing ball. There's many other times where he's ready to rock and roll. And I'm like, I was dreaming about building a go-kart. How did you get excited? Right. This is not an exciting thing to be getting excited about. So um, the, the reality is, is that they're, they're not always connected and, but they are often, they often coincide. Right. So, uh, so age is one thing. You're, when you get a little bit older, it's, I don't know if it's uh, a physiological thing, like you're, you're not in as good a shape or if it's just your circulatory system. I don't know the, I don't know the medical reason, but I can just tell you as you, as you get older, he doesn't always want to play ball. And then one of the things that CT alluded to that I, that I know is true for myself is sometimes up here in your brain, your mind wants something specific while you're in the middle of sex. And if you don't get that, that's kind of what helps you keep going, keeps you hard. And if you don't get that, then you got somebody who's boring or not excited to be there or whatever, it can definitely sap the mood. And then when that saps the mood, you, he, there he goes. And then you're in a situation where you know, well, aren't you turned on? I'm like, yeah, I'm very turned on, but I'm not turned on in the specific way that my brain needs right now to keep the erection going. So what are we going to do to fix it? Um, um, but the, I think that a lot of women, um, well, this is a good question. Do women consider that to be like an insult or something? And um, I would be curious to know the answer to that. I think, well, I think it depends on the woman, but I, I can definitely say it does make you wonder. It's like, okay, well, what am I doing wrong? Am I not sexy enough? If I'm not, am I not doing something right? You know, it really does. Um, it really does play on the self-confidence when you have a partner who, you know, is all gung ho, ready to go, you know, batting it out of the park. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's like, okay, well, what the, <laughs> what did I do here? You know, I did I, you know, is it something that I've done personally? Is there something, you know, do I, do I smell? Do I, you know, did I not do enough lawn trimming or, you know? So yeah, I think it does, it depends on the woman, but yeah, it is definitely something that does play on the self-confidence and it can't, and it does affect you, you know, when your partner just kind of goes limp and it's like, okay, well, yeah, okay. You're going to leave me hanging here now. Right. Well, I can give, I give two more examples from my own personal experience, duration of sexual intercourse and um, three, sorry, no, two, I'm going to go with two, um, duration of sexual intercourse and stress. If I'm really stressed out, uh, that makes it a little harder. I'll be on, no, wait a minute, makes it a little, makes it harder to get, there's no good way to say that. More difficult. More difficult, more difficult, it makes it more difficult. There we go. Um, and then uh, oddly enough, you know, Porn lies to you in a lot of ways. And one of them is, is that you can go have sex with a woman for like 45 minutes in 75 positions and still be okay. And that's yeah. really not true. Um, the, the reality is, is there used to be when I was in my 20s, I could go for a long time, you know, half hour, an hour. But nowadays, that's just not true. I, it's just after you get to a certain point, he's like, well, okay, if we're going to do this, I'm going to need a break. <laughs> And then he, he goes away for a little bit and then I gotta, I gotta like recoup and then give it like 30, 45 minutes. Then all of a sudden he's like, Hey, you remember what we were doing earlier? That sounded like a lot of fun. We should go back and do that. And then I'm ready to go. And yeah. then everything's fine. That really sucks whenever you don't have that break time, right? If you're trying to do something quick in a period of time, uh, 
anyway. Yeah, yeah there comes a point. Not, there comes a point where it's where I mean I I'm going to say this, and I don't know if it's objectively true or not, but it seems to be true. There comes a point where it's just as hard on the guy as it is on the girl because you know that's a that's a part of your anatomy, your physical biological anatomy that's being, you know, um, when. It, there's when it pounds it's getting pounded too yeah. you know and there, comes, there, there comes a point where um that's so true stress <laughs> stress fractures if you want to call them stress fractures or whatever bending. start to occur bending right and it, it starts to hurt but you know um mm. to, to answer patricia's question uh i don't i don't think it is in my personal opinion, it is never something that the woman does or, or, or anything that causes it unless what she does is so blatantly unsexy and just so blatantly, um, well, what would the word be? Not hurtful, but just so blatantly unsexy that you just lose your, you lose your desire to, to do it. Uh, yeah. Outside of that, I would say I don't think it's I don't think it's ever the woman, because if a man is in the position with the woman and he's, you know, aroused and he's ready to go. Then he's already seen her as an object of his passion. And so there's that that part. Her role is already served, you know, um, and after that and beyond that, then it becomes either age I think alcohol plays a huge role in being able to maintain it and, and other things outside of her. Um, okay. But uh, I want to tell you a real quick story, sort of a-, in a, in a while, you're, while you're doing that, CT, I realized I forgot to turn a light on. It will make me so much more attractive for the video viewers. So I'm going to okay. step over and do that while you tell your story. Keep going. All right. All right. Yeah. So I was in the, I was in a, a position, I was in this, this situation with the woman and foreplay was hot and heavy and it was some seriously heavy petting and i was doing a thing that i'm particularly you know <laughs> i'm particularly proud of my ability to do and um you know and she made a remark that was just i don't know i don't know how how detailed y'all i'm gonna get okay i was eating this girl out okay yeah. <laughs> and then like it was getting down to the nitty gritty. And, right, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And the words that came out of her mouth were, geez, you don't have to do that like it's your last meal. And the silent moment that just went by on this podcast is precisely like the silent moment that just went by in the heat of battle and i was like completely completely undermined in all of my efforts after that and i yeah. could not i couldn't do it so we ended up not doing it because i just after she said that and this is what i'm talking about patricia when a man is hard and he's ready to go it's her game to lose yeah she has to do something to lose yeah and in this particular instance she did and yeah. that was the only time it's ever happened for me, in which she did something that completely made the, the post turn into a noodle, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, and 
and that nothing happened that night because I was like, I was a little pissed off. I was a little hurt. I was a little offended. I was a little taken aback. And I was like, ah, no, okay. So I got to disagree. I got to disagree slightly there. Um, so, but I, but I, but you're, so I got to agree and I got to disagree. I agree about the part. If, if you get constructive criticism during the act, oh, that feels good. A little higher. Okay, great. But if you get destructive criticism, uh, the male ego will collapse under that. And along with, along with our little friend, right? Yeah, and I completely was, agree with that. Yeah. Constructive yeah. criticism. That's part, yeah, that's the part where I agree. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. It, but the part about it's the woman's game to lose is not always true. That sometimes, sometimes, so a lot of women think, I think, and correct me on this if I'm wrong, Patricia, that we don't have a lot going on up here uh, as far as like other things that we're thinking about. It's like, all you ever think about is sex. It's like, well, we, we do think about it a lot. I'm not going to lie. But there are a lot of other things that can weigh on your mind. And the reality is, is that there are times when other outside factors can distract you. So it's not always that it was a destructive criticism that the woman made that made the problem happen. Maybe it was like, I remember one time I was having an extraordinarily bad week and um, it was, it was just a really stressful week. I had a lot on my mind and it wasn't sex, but there was an opening, a window. It was about a one and a half hour window where my wife and I were going to be able to have, have some alone time together. And I was like, well, I don't want to pass up the window. And man, yeah. I could not, I could not perform. And it was not, it was not because I don't find her attractive. It wasn't because I wasn't excited. I even got hard. But the problem was, is that as soon as I got into it and things started to progress a little bit, the, those other thoughts just continued to crowd into my head and it caused me not to be able to focus and it, and it caused me to, to go limp. And then I would get hard again and try it again and then go limp. And then our time ran out and we had to stop. And my wife, God bless her. She was, you know, hugging me and saying, it's okay. You know, I still love you. I'm like, well, yeah, I appreciate that. But <laughs> that's, that doesn't really help. Right. I mean, it does. And it doesn't. Um, she oftentimes would tell me, I still love you. I said, yeah, but do you still want me? Right. Do you still want the sex part of it? Because the reality is, is at that point, I know you still love me, but you may be looking at me with a skeptical eye now going, Hmm, you know, I don't know that I still want him. <laughs> I don't know if I still want him sexually. And that's kind of deflates your ego because you, you weren't able to deliver, right? So do you so from the male's perspective, um, do you, would you would you say that uh, that the the mental part, the mental aspect of it is carries just as much weight as the as the physical aspect of it when you're involved in a situation? Um, and I'm gonna give you an example here. I'm gonna give you an example here. So um, without, without getting into too, well, I, I could get any gritty, but I won't, but okay. So say you're in a situation, you know, you're going hard and heavy and everything and something happens, you know, and your you know, your mind wanders. Um, and I'm sure women's and men's minds is the same here. Your partner suddenly seems a little bit, um, distracted for want of a better word. So she, you know, maybe she's, she's kind of offering her own little world where she's thinking, Oh, did I turn off the, did I turn off the dryer? Did I turn on the dryer or, you know, Oh, I, I need to get, pick up my shoes for tomorrow or whatever it is. So she's obviously not focusing on the moment. So does that, um, does that 
affect how you, you know, mentally, how you guys would, would deal with that situation? Does it affect the mentality as well as the physical aspect of, of the intercourse? I can, I can do a swing and a miss on this. So, <laughs> so the, uh, for me, it all depends on if she starts to lose her focus on the other items. Like if we're talking about something like that, then all of a sudden something feels good. And now she's distracted by the feelings that are being involved. That's a big mm -hmm. turn on. I've driven yeah. away the distraction. I'm that good. I'm making her focus on the act. If we're in the act and we're in the middle of it and where she should normally be saying words like, oh, this feels so good. Or, oh my God, you know, insert anything else that makes the man the male ego blossom like a flower you're a stud you're the best i ever had you know shit like that um which by the way i encourage all women to say those things because men really like to hear that um we especially like to hear how we compare to other people right we like to know we're the best you've ever had because that really um is is a ego boost um, but be careful not to say that if you have in the past said that there were other better lovers, because then we know you're lying. And so, <laughs> so anyway, um, anyway, if she were to be consistently distracted, then that would be a big turnoff, right? Um, I remember one time I read a really great line somebody said, and that is, guys don't want women who have sex with them out of duty. If the woman is doing it just because it's her duty to be with the guy, that typically is not a very attractive trait. And I don't know how universal that is, but I can tell you for me, it is. If she's like, all right, come on, let's go. I got 20 minutes and she's not really interested in it. And she's doing it just because she knows she has to do it to keep my libido in check. That's a big turnoff, right? And that's what that kind of feels like. If you're distracted by school and your kids and work and the housework and whatever else, then that feels like you're there out of duty. You're just, you're just spreading your legs and being, you're just like, yeah, just hurry up, come on, get done. And that, that's a big turnoff. So that's, that's my reaction to what you just said. I'm going to let CT give his reaction. He's got a thoughtful face. So hopefully. He does have a thoughtful face. I have another question, but I'm going to draw it down because I'm going to come back to it. Go ahead. CT. All right, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I've never experienced that. And I think the reason I've never experienced that is because when I look back at the majority of sex that I've had in my life, from the standpoint of a man in his middle to late 40s, who's never been married, I've always been in the situation, I've never been in a position to have sex with a woman, where routine could play a big role. Uh, in the, 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 the thought processing behind the sex, you know, yeah. like, like uh, most of the sex I've had has either been something anticipated for the last three days. Oh, we're going to get together on Friday night and it's going to yeah. be a good time or, or in other ways, you know, that are a bit more spontaneous yeah. than, than uh, right. and it kind of, it kind of doesn't allow for that sort of, Oh, did I wash the whites with the, with the colors today kind of <laughs> you know what i mean um, um yeah, now. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah. distraction's been cut out of the formula 
with okay. most of the sex that I've had. And I, I'm either fortunate in that way or I'm unfortunate in that way. I'm not real sure yet. I'm still trying to decide because what that implies is I don't have a lifelong lover and um, I would like one. But when I do have one, I'm risking that possibility that during intercourse, she's going to be worried about the, the hosiery, so to speak. Um, um, and, but, and just to clarify one thing earlier, when I said, it's her game to lose. What I mean is at that point, she has already, if what she wants is sex, she's already done everything that she needs to have done in order to get the man in the position to have sex with her. Therefore, if the sex doesn't happen, she actually has to actively do something to destroy that uh, outside of, you know, uh, because otherwise it's up to the man. Yeah. So to yeah. speak. And exactly. So it, happen. women do women do say things that that make the mood or a face um, or an attitude. Women do things sometimes that do lose the mood. Right. And, and I think part of that is also um, depends on how in tune the man is. Right. Like, yeah, I think some guys they're, they're just pounding away and they don't care. They're like, this feels really good. And they're real self-centered and they don't care how much the woman enjoys it as much. Um, but then there are other men that very much want the woman to experience pleasure. And that's a big turn on for them. And I definitely fall into that second category. So when my wife isn't experiencing as much pleasure as I would hope, or if she's uh, obviously distracted, that makes me feel less desirable, right? So, sure. yeah. And I think there's there's that 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 thought process, you know. Um, and I and I'm not speaking for every woman out there, but I know I know personally, you know, if you you know after a while, you know, if you're not getting the same level out of it that your partner is, you know, you're not engaging. You know, it's like okay, well, um, I got ten minutes till he's done, and then I can, you know, I'm gonna. Uh, but uh, so while he's doing that, I'm just gonna focus on what I still need to do because I have tons to do. Right. Um, there's there was a, an old program that, and it's not available anymore. Never came out in syndicate. It was a radio. It was a radio show. Um, this was years and years and years years ago. And I'm dating myself, by the way, totally. Um, and um, the lady that was running it, she she was a sex expert. And what she said was, and I and I want to know if you guys experience this or if, if you know she was right or wrong or get your interpretation. But what she said is that when you're in a relationship and you have consistent i'm not going to say schedule but consistently doing the same thing over and over and over again where it becomes habit where it becomes redundant and and michael this may be a question more towards you as opposed to ct um you need to add variety but sometimes there's no chance of variety so how does that how would that impact so if for example say say michael say if you know you and your wife you know you guys have been really busy, you know, you're both are working like 65 hours a week. And the only thing that you guys can do is, you know, you carve out 20 minutes a day for three days. And that's that, you know, and you get into that rut. How does that affect you um, physically after a so after a prolonged period of time? So, you know, this is something that's consistent. So I'm not talking just a week, but like I say a month, six weeks, eight months, eight weeks kind of thing, you know, where the only thing that you've ever been able to have been able to do for intimacy is 20 minutes. It's, it's quickie here, quickie there, quickie here, quickie there, because of whatever reason. 
does that impede your ability to remain hard? Uh, yeah, it would. Um, but I don't know how much of it is the, so <clears throat> you're, you're asking more than one question there. <laughs> yeah. my understanding. So the first question is, does, do you need a variety in like sexual positions or sexual play or something like that to keep yourself interested in your mate? Yeah. Um, and then the second question is, do quickies put more pressure on you, especially if you're trying to do them on a regular basis compared to being more leisurely with your, with your time? So yeah. I'm going to answer the second question first. Yeah. Quickies are much more pressure for me. Um, I, I don't, whenever I'm trying to perform and I have a time pressure on me, that's much harder for me to keep, keep everything going. It's, uh, there's a higher chance of success or higher chance of failure, substantially higher chance of failure, if that's the case. The part about needing to uh, have variety, um, that's, a little bit, that's a little bit trickier. That's a more personal thing, not necessarily a man versus woman thing, as much as it's like a personal uh, per person thing, I think. I think there are women that need more variety than their mate. And I think there are men that need more variety than their mate. And, and I also think that that happens in other relationships that aren't heterosexual, right? Um, so um, I would say that of the two of us, between me and my wife, uh, the one who would like to see a little more variety is me. But when I mean a little, I'm talking like just a skosh, right? Just a drop more. Um, and I think the variety that I would like to see would be more of her initiating, more of her just like, you know, you were really good and now I can't get you out of my mind. I really want to go do that again kind of thing. Or, or, or being sexy, um, wearing like a sexy lingerie or something like that, which she doesn't particularly like to do. She's, she feels self-conscious about herself and she yeah. doesn't understand that when she stands there, um, that is one of the most appealing sights I can see. So therefore... You standing there with lingerie or whatever is an incredibly sexy sight. It's not about what you think you look like. It's what I think you look like at that moment, um, because it's because it's such a such a big turn on for me. For me, it is right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so but the reality is, is that neither of us need a whole lot to get there. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I know there are people out there that the more like they need more right i remember a, i remember a great comment somebody said vanilla sex is great no we don't need a, a nipple clamp and a butt plug to get off right i mean it's just <laughs> there are people that need that kind of stuff and it's great okay if that's what you need fine and if you're and if your partner is at that same level and you're at that level fine uh yeah. but i don't need that and in some ways a lot of that actually is kind of a turnoff it's intimidating i remember a friend of mine he had been married for, he's been married for closing in on like 22 or 23 years. So he's been married for quite a while, but his, him and his wife, when they were younger, were much more open about things. And they were contemplating and potentially even entered into the swinging world where you have threesomes or you have foursomes or you wife swap and stuff like that. <clears throat> and uh, he was telling me about it and I'm, I'm just shaking my head. He goes, what, you disapprove? I'm like, right, go do whatever you want. I'm just sitting there trying to think. I couldn't do that. I couldn't be in that world. I could not perform in that world. I have, yeah. there's no way I could be there. 
And, and he's like, Oh, you don't think it would be super sexy to have sex with somebody else's wife. And I'm like, I think the idea of it is kind of sexy, but when it comes down to it and I'm in that room, I don't know that I could actually do it. Right. There's an example where I think I would probably go soft just because of the pressure of, of that scenario, right. Of, of that yeah. sort of lifestyle for them, yeah. for them, it was a raging turn on, but for me, it was, it was a dissuader big time. Yeah. Yeah. I find that, I find that, uh, I don't know if fascinating is the right word or not, or, or, uh, yeah, I don't know what the right word would be. I, I don't, oh, dis- I'm, I'm fascinating CT. I am. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about your friend, Michael, not you. Oh, oh, damn it. He wins again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I need very little, I need very little, uh, variety in that, that area of life. I don't need much variety. I, I really like what Michael's just said. Um, all I really need is to see her standing there. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's that, the sum of those words is much bigger than the parts of those words. Yeah, Did you yeah. see her standing there? The positive space that she she takes up, you know, the the boobage, the curvature, all of that is really um, when you're in a relationship or when I'm in a relationship is all I need. And yeah. I just want to I just want to go at it like a little jackrabbit. And because she's standing there yeah, and yeah. it's uh, it's really all the variety I need. I don't I don't think I need much variety. Okay. Maybe I'm one of those vanilla lovers. Hey, vanilla, there's nothing wrong with vanilla. There is nothing wrong with vanilla. So, but I do see that we are rapidly approaching our, our end of the, the uh, episode today. So we're oh, definitely going to come back to this episode on another, uh, to, the, to this topic at another one. But one last question, guys. Um, now, um, Michael had made a, a, a comment or an answered one of my questions and she, and he had said something about how it was very unattractive for him when he felt that his partner was, was doing it out of duty. Um, now, as a woman, there are certain circumstances, we shall say, um, where the interest is there, but the, the ability to perform is not. Um, childbirth, menstruation, both of those. Um, sorry, cookie shop is closed <laughs> for one of a better direction but the desire nut isn't necessarily closed. So in that situation, would that still feel like she's doing it out of duty or is there a way to communicate that across where, you know, you're not feeling like she's doing it just because she has to. Give, give me this, give me the exact scenario again. Um, she's, uh, she's menstruating. Now I know some men. For some men, that's a that's a big turn on, but for a woman, um, it's not necessarily a big turn on. That's that's not really, yeah, oh, no. Right. So yeah. yeah, it is. So the desire may be there to be intimate, to exchange that intimacy because there's there's more to sex than just sex. She may want that intimacy, but again, that's not something that she that is that that may be a reason that she's not able to perform, but she may still want to to be intimate. So, so I think, I think where I'm talking about is like, so if you're in a situation where you don't want to have sex while you're menstruating um, and you make that clear to your partner and they still push for it, 
then I think the onus there is on the guy, right? You should respect, you should respect your partner. Um, but what I'm more referring to is, let's say that all other factors are relatively equal. There, there's no physical reason why you couldn't be involved. Um, it's strictly a mental thing. Yeah. Then it's the, the thing that I would say is be in the moment, right? The, there's a, there was this, I remember when I was younger, I, I heard something, I don't know how true this is, but um, it kind of rings true in, in my, in my marriage. And that is men tend to think in boxes. Yeah. We are in a box and we think about things inside that box and the other boxes that are part of our lives don't necessarily intrude on that same box. Now this is a spectrum, right? We tend to think in boxes, but the reality is, is that we can be thinking in multiple boxes at the same time, especially when we're under stress. Whereas women, their thought process is more like a plate of spaghetti. It's all these different things all wrapped around each other all the time. And so to pull out one thread about being in the mood, you're actually pulling on the entire plate of spaghetti. The whole yeah. thing is interconnected. Yeah. And so uh, for the guy, for me, um, if, if she is constantly thinking about all the other things that are on that plate of spaghetti, instead of focusing on the one thing that... I'm wanting to do with her. That's not being in the moment. That's what I mean by duty. And okay. if she's not willing to try and shut out those other parts of her life in an effort to be in the moment, that feels, and, and, but she's still, but she's still saying, let's do it. Right. It's not, that's one thing. If she says, I am so stressed. I got so much on my mind. I just, I can't do it tonight. I'm really sorry. Let's make a rain date for Saturday when the kids are off playing soccer and we'll let grandma, grandpa take them and then I'll be able to focus. Okay, yeah. great. I'll take that. But if the answer is no, you said you wanted it, let's do it. Even though her mind is still completely distracted, she's not in the moment. That's what I mean more like duty. Then it's like, well, thanks, right? You're not, yeah. it's not special for you. Why should you, why should we even do it? Yeah. So, okay. yeah. yeah. I think it's important to realize that, uh, and I've expressed this before, um, 90%, and I'm just throwing that number out there because it's pretty accurate, 90% of the amount of joy and satisfaction that a guy gets from sex is knowing that he's pleased his partner. Mm. The other 10% is selfish. Yeah. But, but if, and I think, I think the, the baseline man, the average normal guy is like that. You're going to have those that skew one way or the other, but 90% of the joy enjoyment he gets out of having sex is knowing that he has pleased his partner, that he's given her an orgasm, that he's given her sex like she hasn't ever had, that he's done all of these things. And as long as he knows that, as long as he is aware of that, or as long as she does things to make him aware of that, whether she's, she knows she is or not. Yeah. I think he's going to uh, uh, maintain a boner or erection, however, yeah. depending on how clinical you want to get with this. Yeah. Um, and, and, and continue to move forward with having sex with her. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, because one of the elements, one of the things that Mike just said that does threaten the boner is stress and things that happen outside of the bedroom. And yeah. the more she does to impress upon him that she likes his boner, then the more of the boner he's going to have. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Awesome. 
Um, well, we're, our time is up. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us this week. Um, one last question for the guys. Um, so has this ever happened to you guys? Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh absolutely not never nope <laughs> i've never gone soft. i've never been premature i've never <laughs> struck out i've never done any of that nah awesome well thanks again everybody for joining today's show i was so glad that you guys were here and thank you to michael nct for their candid answers and we will talk to every week everyone again next week with more questions for you have a great week talk to you then bye-bye bye everybody